since learning the truth about alcohol over four years ago, I've become pretty skeptical about anything that seems too good to be true. You know, like alcohol. If you're like me and you can spot a too good to be true health hack from a mile away, congrats, you're a skeptic too. Ritual knows that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our standards. I take Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus every morning because it has high quality and traceable key ingredients in clean, bioavailable forms. It's gentle on an empty stomach and has a minty essence in every bottle that helps make taking my multis actually enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com forward slash sober mom. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash sober mom for 25% off. All right, you guys, I am currently struggling with a pinched nerve in my neck. And if you have ever had one, you know the pain. So I am feeling super thankful for today's sponsor, Tanasi. Tanasi's CBD, CBDA is two times better than CBD alone and better than over-the-counter ibuprofen, acetaminophen, and aspirin. It helps soothe and relieve my aches and pains, like my pinched nerve, and it's great for sleep and anxiety, so I put it on right before bed. Tanasi was discovered by a team of chemists and biologists at Middle Tennessee State University, and 5% of all revenue is given back to the university partner for ongoing research. It is THC-free and comes in a range of products. I love the topicals, but you can also choose from soft gels, gummies, and tinctures. Satisfaction is guaranteed. Try Tanasi for 30 days, and if you don't love it, you get a full refund. Go to Tanasi.com and use code MOM to get 25% off at checkout. That's T-A-N-A-S-I.com to get 25% off your first order with promo code MOM. I wish more people would listen to our podcast. I know. I feel like this is why we need to do an ad. So this is an ad for brand new information, a pop culture and political podcast. We're a couple Gen Xers who talk about pop culture and political stuff on the brand new information, pop culture and political podcast. Okay, but we're not a couple. We're siblings. It sounded like you said we're a couple. (laughs) That was so gross. No, we're siblings. That's my brother. I'm his sister. Listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, welcome to the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm your host, Suzanne of My Kind of Sweet and the Sober Mom Life on Instagram. If you are a mama who has questioned your relationship with alcohol at times, if you're wondering if maybe it's making motherhood harder, this is for you. I will be having candid, honest, funny conversations with other moms who have also thought, hmm, maybe motherhood is better without alcohol. Is it possible? We'll chat and we'll talk about all things sobriety and how we've found freedom in sobriety. I don't consider myself an alcoholic. You don't have to either. And maybe life is brighter without alcohol. I hope you will join us on this journey, and I'm so excited to get started. We're back with the Real Mom Chats. Today, I talk with Catherine. Oh, she is such a light in this sober community. I I love this chat. I love all the chats, and they're all special to me. 
This one I love. She wanted to stop drinking. She questioned her relationship with alcohol. She knew she was drinking too much and she stopped. And I love how the decision for her to stop alcohol, that was just the beginning. And that is so, so much of what sobriety is to me, that it's it's just the beginning. Like you have no idea what will happen when you question your relationship with alcohol and decide to try out sobriety. And I, I think that you will love Catherine's story. It's so inspiring. I wanted to talk to her for so much longer. These these chats, I have 30 minutes for these chats and that's not nearly enough time. So maybe we're going to have to do a round two or something because I, I want to keep these conversations going. Just a reminder, come and join our Sober Mom Life Facebook group. This is where we get to connect with all of these wonderful, sober and sober curious moms. I love it so much. It really is such a powerful community. I, I'm loving it so much. Also, don't forget to follow the show wherever you listen, rate and review it, all of the stars if you're loving it. And um, follow me on Instagram at The Sober Mom Life. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Catherine. Okay, we have Catherine here. We're having technical difficulties, but hopefully <laughs> you guys won't realize that. <laughs> Hi, I'm so glad you're here, even though I can't see you. I know, I know. I was telling you I did my makeup for you and everything. I but... know. <laughs> you're going to send me a picture and then I can see. Yes. Okay, well, thank you so much. So this is another one of our Real Mom Talks. Um, you are in our Sober Mom Life Facebook group, and you signed up for this to come and talk with me. I'm so excited. I feel like you're like a celebrity. Oh, my God. I'm world. not. <laughs> you are. <laughs> okay, so tell me before we dive into all that. Okay, so tell me about yourself and then tell me a little bit about your drinking story. Okay, so I'm 38. I'm a mom of three. I have a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and a four-year-old. Oh, wow. And I guess I'm kind of one of those ladies who sort of thought motherhood would be like, would um, change my drinking. You know, mm -hmm. I kind of thought like, I was always the like wild one drinking. I was always the one just kind of drinking a little too much more than everyone else. You know, like yeah. I never saw the cutting of a cake at a wedding, you know, like that sort of thing. <laughs> like, right. I was always the girl who had to go home early or whatever, but I was always a like, a fun drinker. Like yeah. that was how I always used it. I used it socially and to have fun. And it was so normal for so long. Yeah. You know, and I kind of thought like I watched my other friends sort of like start to say things like, oh, you know, I have to go home tonight because I have to work tomorrow. And I would always, I would always be like, who cares? Like, right. You're, you're like, and you're letting that get in the way? <laughs> yeah. Like, so, you know, so I was like, oh, okay. Like people do kind of mature and sort of grow out of this. I wonder when I will. Mm. And it, I, I kind of never did, you know, I had three kids and, you know, I did the whole like wine on play dates and, you know, I'd sort of gauge if a mom was like someone who I'd want to be friends with based on if she'd brought Prosecco to the play date, you know? Yeah. My drinking shifted into mom drinking, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it just started getting really big in my life. Lots of mental space I felt was really taken up with alcohol, like 
first of all, like feeling bad in the morning, then thinking, okay, like when can I drink? What am I going to drink? Who am I going to drink with? Yeah. Uh, do I have enough wine at home? Did my husband notice how much wine I drank last night? Did I put in an order for pickup at the liquor store? And should I go to a different store because I was just there the other day? And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, which I'm sure so many people can really relate to that. Mm -hmm. But I just, I started noticing how much I was thinking about it. And that was making me uneasy. I started looking around at other moms at like drop off in the morning and thinking, can they tell that I'm hungover? Mm. Are they hungover too? Like what is going on? Like I was so very caught up in the mentals of it. Yeah. And so this is while you're drinking. So while you're drinking and while you're kind of in that alcohol mommy wine culture thing, you're also noticing like that it's kind of taking a hold of you and how much you're thinking about it. And so that's always interesting to me that, you know, you think that people who are drinking a lot or who maybe are questioning their relationship with alcohol, that they're okay with it. But more oftentimes than not, they're not. And they're questioning it too, right? Yeah. And the questioning it feels really bad because I never considered to do anything about it. Yeah. So my questioning would just make me feel bad. So I tried not to think about it, you know? Right. So like every time it would come up I'd, in my mind, I'd just be like, well, like I would drink through it, you know? I'd be like, yeah, feel bad about it for half of the day. And then, you know, I'd say, well, maybe I'm not going to drink tonight. And then, you know, two o'clock, three o'clock rolls around and I'm like, great, I can't wait till five or whatever. But yeah, like I was definitely noticing the thoughts that I was having more so than than ever. Well, because you think that the thing that you have to do about it is too scary. That's too big. That's too, that's too much, right? Like you're not ready for that. Yeah. So I just sort of put it down for a long time and I had been reading some books and, you know, I read this naked mind mm-hmm. like years ago and I always like, you know, I had it like hidden in my nightstand, you know, I didn't want my husband yeah. to see it. Okay. So he wasn't in on this, like you questioning thing. Like, did he know that you were kind of struggling with it in your mind? And yeah. And you know, like when this is all then now we're kind of in pandemic time. Okay. And, you know, cause I stopped drinking May of 21. Okay. So, you know, he was drinking more, but I realized now he was really just trying to keep up with me. Yeah. That's interesting. And the other thing that like, I wonder if other women do this, but I really, in my relationship, I feel like I was using sex sort of as like a get out of jail free card. Oh, yes. It really was. And like, I don't know of how conscious I was of it at the time, although I think I was like, I knew that, okay, maybe I drank too much last night or tonight, but like, I'm gonna have sex with him tonight. So like, he'll just keep him happy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's so interesting. I think that happens. I mean, outside of alcohol, even like, I I think that a lot of women use that as a tool to, yeah, like keep them. They do. Okay. Just, yeah. Keep them satisfied and then just keep it moving. Yeah. Like a little bit of maintenance or whatever. Yeah. But the more you do that, the more you're perpetuating in your relationship, like sex as an exchange, one thing for the other. Right. If you're looking for a more balanced relationship, like you have to get out of that. So I'm, we're kind of working on that now. 
Yeah, that's great. And this idea that sex isn't just for him. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Like, what about, like, because then it does tend to be, like, more of a task. And it's like, check, done. It's like, well, what if we kind of get out of that? And it's like, no, wait, I I, want to enjoy this, too. (laughs) Yeah. And the more you do it as an exchange, the more it stays as an exchange. Totally. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to get out of that. It is. It is. And like feeling, but, but I, I really did that. I was like, you know what, as long as like, if he's kind of happy, maybe he won't say anything that I was like too drunk last night. (laughs) Like, yeah. So I feel like that was a real red flag too, where I was worried that he was going to say something. So I did everything to prevent that. So like, yeah, and it, it kind of spills over too into like, I would never criticize him or ask for something mm. that I needed in the relationship because I felt like I didn't really have a leg to stand on. Like, yeah. I was afraid to bring something up with him because what if he says something about my drinking? And I was protecting that. Yes. That's so interesting. I'd be the only one who did that. And like, no. you know, at the time, how conscious are you? Like, I don't know, but I, I think I kind of knew what I was doing because at the end, I was really just trying to protect my drinking. Yeah. And I was like, you know, in the morning, you know, I'd, I'd hop out of bed and running downstairs and the, the breakfast and the lunch for the kids and looking alive because I didn't want him to know I was hungover. I didn't want him to know how bad I felt mm-hmm. um, because then he'd question me, you know, and then he'd say, well, you know, what's going on? Then and you'd I'd- have to look at it. Yeah. I think that's really common. Like, I, I think that that's what people do is protect what they're so afraid of losing, right? And the funny thing is, too, is that I never even considered that I would stop drinking. Like, that was crazy to me. Like, yeah, you know, like I listened to Hello Someday podcast and she always said, uh, Casey always says, that was my worst case scenario was giving up drinking. And that's, I totally relate to that. I mean, it was so the worst case scenario. I would never, I never even considered it, you know? Yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't even let your mind go there. Like it wasn't on the table. No, I was just like, how can I make this work? Right. How can Mm -hmm. I make drinking work for me? It's not working. I can't moderate. I feel like shit. I'm 70 pounds overweight. I don't look in the mirror. Mm. You know, I felt so invisible. I was in such a bad place. I was so unhealthy, but I didn't know it. Like, because there I was popping out of bed, getting the kids dressed, you know, getting everyone's outfit, getting everyone to school, volunteering for all the stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. like I was, but at my own total expense, like I was only able to do that stuff because I was using every fiber of my energy and effort to get that stuff done so that I would look like I had it together. Yeah. Oh my God. Now that I don't drink, I'm like, oh my God, I have, it was so much harder then. Yeah. You know? Yes. There's another great quote. It's like, oh, people think giving up drinking is hard. No, 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 no. Living like I was living Mm -hmm. is hard. That's hard. Women, mothers who heavily drink at night have it hard. Yes, so hard. And the biggest trick is that we're taught that alcohol makes it motherhood better. Yeah. And that it makes it easier to deal with. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, 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 you're just adding huge obstacles that then you have to get over because you still have to do all the mom stuff. Yes. And the mom stuff is fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so relentless. Oh, it's just relentless. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Got it. It's a whole nother story. Right. 
you knew you were drinking too much and you you didn't like your relationship with alcohol. So what changed? I had been, you know, worried for a while, really keeping it to myself. I had a couple little like mini rock bottoms, I'd say, like Mm -hmm. Christmas Eve 2019. This is even before the pandemic. I got like pretty drunk at Christmas Eve dinner with my in-laws. And I was like, I was pretty drunk. And my mother-in-law had said something to my husband the next day and was like, oh, you know, when Catherine was carrying the baby out to the car, I was worried that she was going to trip. Or oh no! Yeah, mortified. Like yeah, dead. Like oh my god! My mother in law thinks that like maybe I put my baby in danger. You know, like oh my god! You know, I wasn't driving obviously. Yeah. Like, but you know, I was tipsy for sure. And, like I probably shouldn't have been holding the baby. You know, mm-hmm. my old at the time or whatever. You know, and getting home and then like putting out the stockings and not really remembering, like waking up in the morning being like, what did I put in whose stocking? Like what? Like, yeah. Shit. Like, you know, and like feeling like shit on Christmas morning when moms make the magic, you know. Yeah. And I worked so hard to make a perfect Christmas and I like ruined it for myself because I was so embarrassed with what I had done the night before. I couldn't enjoy my kids opening their gifts because I was stressed out about what, what I'd put in their stockings. I truly didn't remember anything. Mm, yeah. yeah I ruined it for myself. And right. Things like that. It is those little moments that like chip away at. They chip away at you. They chip away at your self-esteem. Because that's, that's not you as a mom. Right. You know, that, that wasn't, that's not who you are. That is the alcohol. But you start to think that that might be you as a mom and that is you. And, and yeah, I get it. Over time, when you feel bad enough about your drinking, it's impossible to not think that about yourself. Yeah. You know, you, you it chips away at your self-esteem. And like, I'm a confident person. I never really thought I had a self-esteem issue, but my self-esteem issues come from my drinking problem. Yeah. I mean, like truly, like that's the source of my trauma is drinking. Like I don't have traumatic experiences that led to my drinking. My drinking was the trauma, you know? Yeah, for sure. What ended up happening was, you know, I really had all these thoughts in my head. I was like, God, I, you know, I'm just worried about myself, but I never thought I was going to stop drinking. Mm -hmm. And I had one night where I only had a couple glasses of wine. Like at that point I was drinking even when I didn't feel like it. So at Mm -hmm. night, if I was tired or I didn't feel great or I still had a headache from the night before, I would drink anyway. Okay. So I had like two or three glasses of wine. I was I would drink like just cheap white wine. That was like my drink. And I didn't feel well, went to bed and I ended up getting up in the middle of the night and I threw up, which is I never threw up from drinking ever. I was sober and I threw up and it was just like wine. And I was like, mm. something flipped in my my mind. And I was like, this is poison. Oh my God, I'm hurting myself. Oh my God, Mm. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm done for a while. I just had such an epiphany. It was so, I'm, it's like graphic, whatever. I'm sorry. No. But like, it just really felt like poison coming out. Yeah. Like Bernie and like, oh, like it just, it was pure wine. That's so interesting. Like you saw it, you know, it wasn't covered up. Like it was just right there for you to see. That's interesting. Yeah. And it was just so, it was, it really was an epiphany. And, mm-hmm. and I know people have those sort of like light bulb moments and like, that's all I can describe it as. And I got back into bed and I like woke up my husband and I was like, I'm going to stop drinking for a while. And he was like, okay, like, great, cool, whatever. Yeah. He rolled back over 
And I have to tell, like, I was excited to go to sleep. I was just ready. Yeah. I was excited. And I woke up the next morning. I downloaded the alcohol experiment that at Annie 30 day. Yeah. And I took it really seriously. I did everything that they said to do. There's a little video to watch every day. There's a journal prompt every day. It gives you, you know, really great things to think about and reflect on. Mm -hmm. And I just never looked back. And I felt so good from day one that it was just like, oh, oh my God. Okay. I feel great now. I feel great physically. Yeah. My mental, all that mental space was freed up and it happened right away. Now, not everyone has that experience. And like, I know I'm very lucky because a lot of people who stop drinking, they don't get that great benefit right away. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they're taught, you know, they're not sleeping great. Like I slept like a baby day one. Like I, I was like, oh my God, no wonder I was so tired. I And I was doing the 3 a.m. wake ups that everyone does. Mm-hmm. I had thought like, it's because I'm a mom and I'm stressed. Right. So I'm waking up at three because I'm worried that my kids are going to wake up. And I really believed that. But once I stopped drinking, I never did that wake up anymore. And I was like, oh my God. Whoa. I had no idea. Oh my God. Sober sleep. I mean, some people do struggle with that in the beginning. And if you are struggling with that, just keep going. It's it's biological. Something's happening in your body. I'm not a scientist, but (laughs) something happens. But once you get past that, man, sober sleep is like actually sleep. You're really sleeping. Like not when you're drinking. When you're drinking, you're not sleeping. You're not getting into that deep sleep. Like you wake up feeling like you slept. Absolutely. Wait, because we this is not nearly enough time to cover your whole story. So I wish I had more time because I want to hear it all. But tell me, because you said, I am so bummed that you can't see my video because tell me why. So what happened was I felt so good after stopping drinking. I was like, you know, let me think about what I'm eating. I'm going to start just like, I want to like see how much better I can feel. I never set out to you know, lose weight, you know, because I didn't even think that I could or I never even considered it. Yeah. So I just started watching what I was eating and I just started being more mindful of what I put in my body. And, you know, obviously like cutting out two bottles of wine a night will help, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I started losing a little bit of weight. Like I lost 10 pounds, I lost 15 and I was like, you know, I'm going to start working out. So I went to bar method and I was so intimidated and I was nervous and all the women mm-hmm. were so nice to me, which like, you know what I have to say for beautiful, thin women to be kind to everyone, mm-hmm. it really means something yeah. because you have a lot of power as a beautiful woman and you can either shine your light on people or you can keep it to yourself. Mm. And I feel like a lot of really fit beautiful women who I would want to aspire to be shone light on me. And I was like, oh, I can belong here. Oh, and I, I love that. Yeah. It really felt that way. And after my class, I was like, oh, it was hard. And I was like, well, maybe I should take a couple of days off. And they were like, no, 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 come back tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And that was a year ago. So now, you know, and I've been, I work out six days a week now. I started running you know, I've lost 70 pounds. I feel so good. That's amazing. I fit into my prom dress. And oh my I God. <laughs> you know, more than I even, I I look better than I did at my wedding, you oh. know, and I'm 38. Like, yeah, I just feel like this whole life is open up to me 
And I'm so glad I didn't wait. I'm so glad because it was only going to get worse. Mm. And I never would want to look back and be like, man, I should have done this 10 years ago. You know? Yeah. I'm, I did it at the perfect time. And so did you because you're in your 30s too, or you're young too, right? I'm 42. <laughs> okay. You look, yeah. See? <laughs> but thanks. Yeah. 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 You know, you look great. And that's a big part of it. You know, it's a huge part of it. Oh, I mean, it's huge. Yeah. There's, I, I don't know if there's anything better that I've ever done for my health and wellness than removing alcohol. Totally. That's why JLo doesn't drink. I mean, who's the best woman in the world? It's JLo. She doesn't drink. So true. And Kim <laughs> Kardashian. I mean, she's got a lot of other help. But I mean, yeah, yeah like these, I'm so proud of you. Like that story's amazing. It's so telling on like removing alcohol. It, yes, it's not easy. It's simple. It's a simple step, right? Yes. But it's not easy. Mm -hmm. It's a big one. But removing alcohol, yeah, is huge. And you just don't know where that's going to lead. It's, yes. It does not stop there. It doesn't stop there. And you don't have to have this big idea of like, okay, I'm going to start drinking. I'm going to change my life. I'm going to change my job. I'm going to do this. No, 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 no. Yeah. Take out the alcohol and then see. Yeah. What happens because it opens up for you and you don't know where, where it's going to lead. It's true. Yeah. It, it would lead probably to better things than you could even imagine. Yes. I mean, if, if you were to plot out what was going to happen, that probably wouldn't have been on your on yeah. your plans, right? A hundred percent. Yeah, you're right. I love it so much. I, I want to talk to you more and more and more because I, I think your story is really important and it's so inspiring. And so now you're you're living a full, happy, sober life. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, like, just don't look back. Like, I don't miss it. What's to miss? Like, oh my God, I don't miss how I felt. I, right. What's to miss, you know? Yeah, it is. Like, once you give yourself a chance to live a full life while you're sober, not looking at life as like being deprived of alcohol, but looking at life as like a full sober life, like, yeah, why would you go back? People ask me that, like, oh, do you think you'll drink again or whatever? I'm like, why? Like, yeah, I know. For what? I can't even, I can't even think of why, you know? So that's yes. good. I mean, that feels really good, you know? That is amazing. It was so great to talk to you. Oh my God. Thank you. I'm so glad. You're wonderful. You do such great work. Thank you. You're so very relatable, but aspirational at the same time. I feel like you really have that balance. I think that's hard to achieve. <laughs> well, thank you. But you're nailing it. So, oh. and, you know, you taking these chats with people who listen and who are, you know, want to be part of something, yeah. you know, it really means a lot. I looked forward to this for a really long time. I like wrote out notes. I was just so excited to talk to you. And this was a real highlight of my sobriety for me. So I just really appreciate you taking the time. It really is very special. I am so glad this is a highlight for me that our whole group is just, it's a light in my day. Like I, you moms carry this whole thing. You know, I, I'm just the one behind the microphone and I, I wanted to give you a chance too because you it's because of you guys, you know, I'm just so, so grateful for you and I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right, nice to chat. You too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Sober Mom Life. If you loved it, please rate and review it wherever you listen. Five stars is amazing. Also, follow me on Instagram at The Sober Mom Life. Okay, I'll see you next week. I'm going to go reheat my coffee.
Bye. Why are we doing an ad again? So that we can tell people about brand new information, a pop culture and political podcast. Say it in a way that doesn't sound like game show host. Okay. Do you want to be in a room of overeducated douchebags and feel comfortable? Brand new information is for you. What's it going to take to put you in this podcast today? We have brand new information on sale for free. Free! Wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, we might not break the political and pop culture news of the week. But we put it right back together for you. That's right. Listen wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Oh, hey, it's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.